Hey everyone, welcome to episode 3 of the BPM Podcast. My name is Bill. Uh, last week, I reviewed Welcome Interstate Managers by Fountains of Wayne. This week, we go forward a year to 2004. And it was the year of the sequels, with Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, and Ocean's 12 coming out. We also had Friends ending, House debuting, but most importantly, Sugar Colt released their second album, Palm Trees and Power Lines. They had a few singles off each album they released, but at the time they debuted, the music scene was filled with artists with similar sounds and the uber-popular uber acts that dominated the radio waves. Sugar Colt hasn't put out an album since 2006, and they haven't played a show in some capacity since 2017. However, there is no word that they're officially broken up. Palm Trees and Power Lines peaked at number 46 on the Billboard Top 200. It was received with average to favorable reviews. Punktastic criticized the album as a fine record, which while not as anthemic and instant as its predecessor, is destined to be a surefire summer hit. And that's what it was. There was a couple hits on there, but it didn't go much further than that. The album features 12 songs for a total of 40 minutes and 41 seconds. I enjoyed the album during my multiple listens. Similar to last week, there are some radio jams, the Scream Your Head Off songs, and the ones that just make you feel something. This album, though, could be broken into two parts based on the sound that each half takes, though the transition is nice that it flows from one into the other. But enough talk. Let's get into reviewing the album. She's the Blade, the number one song and the first single released off the album. It starts off very poppy with a good harmony and catchy chorus, and it's a good song to sing along or scream out to to let those emotions go. It's a good way to start. Song two, Crying. This song gives me some Nirvana vibes, and it's not going to be the only time I say that uh, during this review. Uh, they got some distortion with the guitar, and the way the drum beats go, it's very Nirvana-esque. Uh, it's another song with a catchy chorus that you could sing along with, which I'm going to say for you right now. You keep crying, 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 till you cannot see it all. You keep crying, 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 till you cannot breathe at all. What do you do when you're alone? What do you do when no one's home? What do you do when you're alone, out of control, now on your own? It's not too complicated, uh, and there's going to be a sense of a theme building with some of these songs. Uh, but this song just kind of makes you feel like you got to get up. Like, what are you going to do when you're by yourself? Like, no one's going to help you when you're alone. Song number three, Memory. Uh, it's the only song I knew by Sugar Colt before I listened to this album. Uh, the first drum beats are memorable, uh, for sure. No pun intended. Memory talks about a potential relationship not working, and all the singer would be is a memory to that person. Not all relationships last, so is the reward worth the risk of having something that is short-term? Next song is Worst December. This song talks about the struggles of being away from your partner for long periods of time. Whether you're an athlete, a musician, or whatever, not being home for that stretch of time uh, can definitely put a strain on the relationship to both parties involved, and they have to be willing to compromise. Part of the song is, All I want to do is lie in bed with you. All I really ever need is you. All I got to do is give up all I have to be with you. So it's just saying that like you could give up everything in your world just to be with that person, but one, is it going to make you happy? And two... What do you do when you're together at that, like for those periods of time? Now that you have all that missed opportunity, you got to make the most of it. But it is another song about compromising uh, your work, your family, and the relationship. Back to California. The softness of the vocals definitely stands out compared to the previous songs. Uh, it definitely has a Blink 182 feel with it, with the simple drum beat, basic use of chords, and a lot of harmonies. Uh, it's just another song that, like, it is what it is, like, on the surface. Like, you get what you get with this song. Destination Anywhere. This is where I feel the album switches up its tone. And as soon as the song starts, it definitely sounds like U2. Uh, I think it's the song no, uh, New Year's Eve. I definitely get that vibe from the um, riffs on the guitar. 
Uh, but once the chorus comes along, the song gets a bit heavier, and then it drops back to that softness that we feel on the verses. Champagne. Uh, it's another song with mellow verses that pick up with the chorus. Uh, it definitely touches on the topic of alcoholism and how it affects the abuser. And it's something I don't feel is addressed enough. Like we talk about drugs, we talk about like cigarettes and stuff, but alcohol, uh, maybe because of the fact it's legal, doesn't get the right um, treatment compared to other drugs. Um, so I just think this song definitely uh, touches on a topic, especially back in 2004, that it's still relevant today. What you say. Uh, the tempo of this song definitely reminds me of Breed by Nirvana. Uh, some of the riffs and timing of his lyrics also remind me of The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Uh, Tim Pagnotta, the lead singer, uh, definitely changes how he sounds throughout this record. And I think that's a refreshing take. Some people may not like it. I just wish some of the songs and the instruments went along with that and they weren't also similar. Over. I like the sound of the song, uh, but the lyrics are pretty basic. Like most of the songs on this album, or like the previous two albums um, that I've reviewed, there isn't a really deeper message to Sugar Cult's lyrics. It's surface level, and there's really not much you have to think about when listening to these songs. Head up. This might be the first song that uh, is actually inspiring and provides like a motivational message. Like I've mentioned a couple songs that have a theme or like a topic that is important. Uh, but this song is kind of like some of the Rise Against songs that I reviewed two weeks ago. Uh, part of the song is, keep your head up, the colors are beautiful, keep your head up, it's all right in front of you. And it feels like, it feels like you're lost, and it feels like, it feels like you're lost. Is there some way you can be out on your own, trust yourself, don't waste another day at all? It's kind of touching on like when things seem dark and you're on your own and there's no one around you. Don't waste that time. Make the most of this opportunity. Uh, the feeling will fade, whether it's a day, a week, whatever the case is. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself and just take it day by day. And with a, a lot of focus on mental health nowadays, it's very important just to sit, take a step back and just see what you're going to be on your own. You're not going to have these people around you 24-7. It is up to you um, to make the most of it. Counting Stars. Uh, this song definitely has a darker tone to it, and after reading what Tim was going through um, during the time of writing this album, uh, the lyrics make a lot more sense. Uh, it reads as like an apology to anyone or anything that he may have hurt up until this point. Uh, it's definitely a big tone change uh, to previous songs, so I'm not sure if it fits on this album. It's not a bad song, but with some of the uh, upbeat, higher tempo songs, this song stands out in a good or bad way. That is definitely up to you, but this song is what it is. It's just a darker and slower tone. The final song is called Sign Off. And I like the title a lot. Now, not for the pun that it is the last song of the album, but the message that it brings. Like, if this is my final message before I sign off, whether that's from the world or from just life in general, like uh, falling off the grid. Um, Tim said he felt lonely, confused, and sad while making this album. And it definitely comes across clearly uh, in this song. It's not a long song, though. Uh, only 2 minutes, 13 seconds. Uh, but the verse and leading up to the ending uh, tells a nice story and reads, again, kind of like last week's with um, Fountains of Wayne in their last song, kind of like a poem in a sense. But overall, um, there wasn't much to dig deep into these songs, uh, unlike the Rise Against album or even some of the Fountains of Wayne songs. It's just an average mid-2000s punk album. Uh, the reviews tell it like it is. It's average. There's a couple solid songs. Um, like Memory, um, and She's the Blade, and even um, Worst December isn't that bad either. 
But overall, it's a very basic album. If you've heard the singles, I wouldn't recommend going back to listening to the whole album. You're not really missing that much. Hopefully, next week's choice uh, will be a bit better. And if you have any recommendations for me, you can email me at bpivots at gmail.com or tweet at me, Mr. underscore piv1127. Until then, stay safe and keep rocking. Mm-hmm.